Welcome, folks, to Live Reality Games and LRG Podcast, where we dive into everything reality, live, and all games in between. We are here covering a special Survivor episode, so thank you for checking us out. We are on episode 12, uh, when we're doing a breakdown. Uh, as you notice, I am unfortunately not Kirk. I know Kirk has the week off again. He fell ill, so best of luck to Kirk. Recovering orange juice is the key to everything. I think. And also here tonight, though, we have special guests from the greenhouse, the producer, the creator, the host, everything included. Taylor, how are you tonight? I'm doing I'm doing OK, honestly. I, I think I, I'm really happy to do this breakdown here because I'm about to have a breakdown uh, personally because my favorite player went home. I'm an Omer stan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kept saying like Omer was playing such a strong strategic game. We got such a great edit. Like something has to go wrong here eventually. And what went wrong went right in so many other cases, though. It was incredible. I loved mm-hmm. it. All right. Um, real quick, uh, Greenhouse, what you got going? I heard season three just open applications. Is that right? Season three just open applications. If you uh look on our Twitter, we also uh unleash the new color scheme for the next season it's like a pink purple type of situation oh my gosh i did not of, get to see that yet so if that's the kind of news you're into but uh the third season is outlined we have a few rule updates on the way i'm gonna post all of that soon and yeah i could not be more excited i officially put out applications for season three i think this is the first time i'm going to reach outside of just my word of mouth sphere uh, so it should be very exciting. Uh, it's been a great series so far, so I'm excited. Your sphere has been amazing in characters, gameplay, and everything like that. For folks that don't know, um, I know you have something about the greenhouse, kind of what it's like. My thought is it's like Big Brother, but three people on the block and more powers you can earn. That's kind of my take on it, at least for yeah. the part. I think of it as mainly an auction game first. I think it's really a game of uh, developing uh, social currency in a real sense and kind of seeing what you could build with other players uh, with a Big Brother game going on in addition. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, like Survivor Fire Tokens, uh, but Grass Tokens, I guess, if we're playing Pokemon or something. Grass Tokens. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything. I don't know. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Um, also who is obsessed with live games and who shouldn't be at this point um snyder is back in the house so snyder well thanks for checking us out snyder has been here recapping with us on the comments and whatnot and of course anybody watching at home please tune in in the comments we'd love to hear from you see what you have to say about this episode so let's get started with this episode um we start the episode with a recap quickly of last week um who was it? Somebody said best tribal ever. Lindsay said best tribal ever. It was, you know, she saved herself. She moved on. Like it was big gameplay, whatnot. So she had a lot of energy coming into this episode, I thought. I agree. Uh, and how could you not? I mean, she thought she was going home, uh, going into the tribal. I mean, it was basically a, a crapshoot to try to stay. Uh, so I, Honestly, I would be just as enthralled as her if uh, I, I pulled that off. Uh, with all the luck involved in this season, this really could be a crapshoot of a season of Survivor, I think. I know. There are times that I sit back and wonder uh, how much the show is becoming the lottery. 
but I, I don't know. It's still fun. <laughs> um, also, um, the exit Drea did that night was amazing. Like, it was so loving and just everybody, like, joined together and, like, had big hugs and such celebration of such great gameplay on Survivor. That's what we like to see. And that's what we get a lot of times in these actual live reality games, I would say, too. Absolutely. I think that, I, I guess it's partly because they filmed this uh, during the peak of lockdown, right? So I, I think that there's a lot of that camaraderie uh, that you don't see in a normal Survivor season, but that I think you do see in a normal live reality game, because it's all people who really love these kinds of game games, really want to do it. And I think it's a it creates a bond in a way that I, I assume these players are experiencing out on the island. Absolutely. Uh, Lindsay also came into this episode with a new advantage, per se. Like, she got a little level up, if you will. Her amulet turned from steal a vote to just a full-blown hidden immunity idol. That had to be played this next episode. Episode until final six, I want to say. Yes. That matches my understanding, anyway. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yes, cool. I I like the amulets. I, I like anything that adds additional social pressures into the game. I, I think it was of the twists that Survivor has been putting in. I think it's the most greenhouse of them all. I don't know. It's not even like Survivor ish at this this point. It's like Survivor, you're stealing our like powers and whatnot. So yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I mean, I mean, I get you have to change a good bit. Um, I don't know. Uh, I have a few thoughts. I think we'll get to it as we enter the tribal council. Yeah, I, I really do like the level up ability once those amulets left play. I think there was a lot of things like fans had questions about what if somebody was given the other idols, like they're still in play, but do they have to like, there was a lot of weirdness in the rulings per se. Yeah, I agree. I wish that they would release like a rule book. I, I, I doubt they ever would. Uh, and ultimately they'll show us whatever rules we need to know. Mm -hmm. um, which I don't know in a way I guess can spoil it uh, uh, but coming out of that tribal um, Omar was feeling actually a little bit more on the evil side like he wanted to shake up the game a little bit yes definitely I, uh, I'm i curious especially now in retrospect because of just the incredible upshot in visibility he had in the tribe itself from the move like I, I, I guess in retrospect, the move should have been to just let Drea absolutely snake Mike because then Drea's in the position Omar was in, Omar was in here. Um, I don't know. I, I loved it, though, because uh, for all of us who have played these games before, uh, there is nothing like the rush of successfully. <laughs> Completing like, like a this. double advantage, like, oh, like, oh, like, yeah, pretty incredible. Oh, goodness. There's truly nothing like it, so I can't blame him. Uh, I, w I probably would have done it if I was in his position. Now, um, if you were in his position, like, would you have given the idol back to Mike after all? Like, you just got the idol from Mike. You saved it from Mike. Are you giving it back to him at that point right afterwards? I, I really think he kind of, well, it's difficult. I feel like you have to. Just from a jury standpoint, I mean, at the end of the day, if you really do want to win, I, I think doing something like that really puts a bad taste in at least Mike's mouth. And I think especially after you totally betrayed Drea, uh, that's two votes against you immediately, plus anybody who would react negatively to that. I, I feel like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, 
especially comparing to someone like Brody on one of my games who I think just tries to get to the end no matter what. I think that's one thing. Uh, but actively tanking people's opinions of you uh, as you go along isn't worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different in the situation, though. I don't know. If I was on Survivor itself and I knew I had a shot to get to the final three, I don't know. It seems like a ticket, huh? Um, and our sick host at home, just upstairs for me, honestly. Um, Kark does agree from the jury standpoint. But he also says that it, that was his downfall. Like, of course, he could have used it and whatnot. Like, is he making too many people mad at him to steal that, per se? Or is it just good gameplay? Yeah. I mean, if you're already making that Drea move, uh, I mean, it, it, at that point, everyone's going to be looking at you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, you just got to kind of commit and pray to god i guess i don't know and uh speaking of looking at people if you are in the audience right now and watching make sure you hit that subscribe button like we're here recapping this stuff we're here telling you about great live games you can play in person someday uh if you've ever wanted to be on one of these shows like survivor like big brother there's a whole community out there and like our channel we'll tell you more about it like anyway um I felt like all season, I know we talked a little bit, Omer was pretty much your favorite. And I felt like we got a lot of confessionals about his thought process and the whole thing. Like, all the strategy involved. So I really felt like this was like Diary of Omer, per se. I agree. I feel like especially the second half of the season has been pretty much exclusively from his point of view. I I feel like all of my opinions of where people stand in the tribe uh, connects to how I think they stand with Omer. Um, so it made for a really interesting flip here, a really exciting one too. Uh, but I'm so devastated because I thought his game was so beautiful. <laughs> uh, who is becoming our newest narrator? Do you think after this episode, who do you think is going to pick up that baton? I feel like it's unquestionably Marianne. I, all of my money's on Marianne at this point. I, I think that I think the game is hers. I think it's done for. If I'm honest. <laughs> Um, speaking of being a game done for, um, at the start of Survivor, we did a special draft with a contestant, Taylor, that you know as well. Uh, we're going to bring up those numbers here because this is really the last episode where those figures came out. So the panelists we had from a variety of, actually, Survivor contestants, we had some live game contestants as well. Um, they pooled and kind of did like a snake draft with a bonus pick by Rita, another Survivor player. Um, so here, we're going to share the standings here. So we have a clear winner. Congratulations to Survivor Gabon Specialist Jillian. And she's strong with 36 points going into this last episode. Congratulations, Jillian. You are the clear winner and victor here. Uh, but Taylor, your guy Brody got second place. I know. I, oh, second place? Oh, yeah, wow. he's got Good 29 random. points right there. So Oh, incredible. I was about to comment on how poorly he was doing because all of his players were out. Okay, great. I was gonna be shady and say that I should have taken the spot instead of him, but oh well. Uh, he did pretty well. <laughs> so you would have to beat one of the survivors themselves. So Oh, interesting. Uh, congrats to Kirk. You know, he pulls up a third spot, uh, Ricky and Nikki, and then poor Cam in last place. So, uh, he's filled in a few spots already. So thanks, Cam. Better luck next time, right? There's always next time. (laughs) Absolutely. Season 43, Cam, you're going to do the comeback. Um, but now that we've lost Omar, um, do you like, 
we kind of saw people's perspective of Omar changing and seeing him mm-hmm. develop into this strong strategic player. Like Mike says it right at first too. And I thought really like the gameplay was going to go towards that, but you know, Mike's not too sure about that, but he did say that he was targeting him pretty quick. Was that something that you think Mike lost too soon? Lost what too soon? Sorry. Could you clarify uh, the question? Yeah. Do you think he lost his, um, go get Omer out too soon? Like now that he wasn't a part of that plan, do you think that's going to be detrimental to him moving on? What I think Mike benefits from, at least from my perspective, I mean, obviously there's a, a ton of like Ponderosa stuff that I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like Mike the perception of him isn't as strong strategically, I think just because of the kind of like archetype he lands in the tribe. So I think people aren't necessarily looking for the same kind of uh, control over the game from him as a winner that they might from other players. So I think for someone like Mike, who you don't see as that kind of strategic mastermind, all you need is a couple moves to impress people, Mm -hmm. I, I feel. Um, and, and I think he benefits from that. So I don't think he's dead upon, dead on arrival from not being in the uh, loop for this one. In fact, I, I think he's a contender. If it's not Marianne, I think he's up there. I, I, I mean, honestly, they're all contenders. But yeah, <laughs> really similar are. to what you're saying, uh, somebody in the audience says that uh, Mike was more of an emotional player. And we see like he gets like hyped up on one thing and goes after it. And then, oh, oh there's another thing. I'm going to go after that instead. No, it is very interesting, especially because... I don't know. I, I think he clearly talks a very big game, but I think once that the easy option was in front of him, that was all he wanted to do. Uh, I, I think, I, I don't know. I have just such a problem with the way that the final four works nowadays, because I think it just stifles gameplay. Like I, I genuinely think the last round of play is the final six nowadays, especially because since Micah has an idol, all he wants to do is get to five because then he's automatically at four and then you don't have to do anything at four. You just need to make a fire. You know, like there's no like there's no reason to keep jockeying for a position. Yeah, I so, mean, once uh, you have an idol, get to five, and then you're good. Like right, so it just shortens the game that much more. So well, I mean, this is why we get a final five episode. That's what it is these days. No, exactly, knock it out. But uh, I, I don't know. I think that's probably what enabled him to want to play it so safe. I think if it was the traditional way that things go, I. I I would have been more shocked if Mike wouldn't have, if Mike would have voiced wanting to play it so safe. Mm-hmm. I think that's a symptom of the game structure. Yeah, coming up here, Mary Ann says the title of the episode, which is always important to look at: "Caterpillar, Caterpillar to a Butterfly." Like that was Mary Ann's slogan mm-hmm. uh, for Omer and his great gameplay. Um, do you think anybody else has grown up in this game? I think this was Mary Ann's coming out episode. I'm sorry. I feel like since the merge, her whole storyline has been how she's pretty much been left out and on the bottom of things. And then now, and also Romeo, even though Romeo wasn't in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they were the ones who ran this tribal council. And I think that, especially given the way the finale works nowadays, that they're very much posed, uh, poised to take it on. I think that uh, from a non-edit standpoint, they both have... They both have wings in this game. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. And then uh, Mary Ann is just trying to make a gameplay at some point in this episode. Like she approaches Mike and she says, hey, 
I have an extra boat. Let's do something together. And Mike, not very receptive. Like, he's just like, yep, sounds good. And then that's pretty much the end of that conversation. So I I, I felt bad for Marianne. I was thinking this was going to turn on her and something was going to go wrong. And it doesn't go right, per se. Like, they don't end up switching to her side at the end. She gets her way. But um, she just tries so many times. Yeah, I, it's frustrating. I mean, I don't know how much of it could also be age or how much of it is just has been her position in the merge mm-hmm. so far, like feeling at the bottom. I think it's difficult for people. Uh, at least I know from playing the game, it's difficult to really take plans from a player who has been on the bottom seriously. You know, I, I feel like most of it is just waiting until after the immunity challenge to actually make any legitimate plans. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably a lot of it. I don't know, just from... Yeah. My next comment is uh, <laughs> on my notes is how does Mary Ann win? And I think we saw that at the end of this episode. Like she hasn't done too much gameplay wise until this big factor right here at the end of the episode tonight. So I I put a note in and honestly, I just waited till the end and it kind of answered my question because at the end, Omar was really giving all the credit to Mary Ann being him probably seeing by the jury as the most strategic player Mm -hmm. and giving all that credit to her at the end, like mad props, right? No, that's a major torch pass, I think. And especially now that she can't be targeted for it. Like uh, it's just, it's honestly a lot about getting to the end for her at this point. And she just has fire making in front of her. I I, I think that, um, I think her main issue would be Lindsay at this point. Uh, but honestly, if Jonathan just wins that five immunity, Lindsay doesn't have anything anymore. I don't know. I just see Marianne at the end with Jonathan and Romeo. And what, literally what? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's where I stand. Now, I'm surprised. <laughs> like, we were going to see it eventually, like, an alliance crack. Like, these right. four, Orange, we're going to crack at some point. And I was just surprised to see Mary Ann being the first one to like make the move. I agree. And I, I, I think I, I was surprised because of how, um, because of how much more connected to the idea of the four she seemed to be, at least from my viewing experience. But I think it's because she found out of all the information that they hadn't been sharing with her. So I think because of, uh, I, I guess that loyalty that she's had to the group, it made it sting that much more when she realized how much out of the loop she was. So um, in a way, I think it also empowered her to make the move itself. And that was kind of Mike's move that he wanted to make at that point. He's like, hey, how do I get people against Lindsay? Like, I have to tell her secrets to people. And the fact that he told Marianne at that point was such a nice spot for him and his gameplay to get her on his side. I agree. I agree. I I was impressed by it. Uh, now, looking at the move that Omer made um, in that final tribal before he was eliminated, of course, from this last episode, my question is, like, Xander made the same move, essentially, but it seems like Xander from last season really took guides from the other two on his team at that point, um, especially um, not Ellie, Evie, 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 Evie um and tiffany to make that move like it was interesting to see how much 
power was granted on Omer for making that move himself. And everyone thought it was such a strategic move. And then at the end of last season, we see no credit was given to Xander at the end of that move. So, Well, I, I think the difference is, uh, is merely just a difference of claiming it and owning it. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Xander was really focused on trying to minimize his threat and honestly kind of throw his teammates on under the bus like I, I don't have any voting power anymore i don't have any pull over here uh what threat am i really if you think about it and i think by doing that he kind of stripped away all the strategic uh points that he earned from that kind of move uh and as a result i think even though it might have been attributed to him i think by the time that final tribal council came along they didn't respect him anymore for it uh so i think that probably happened too early and then here for Omer, it probably happened too early, but only because of how visible it also was. Well, because it happened at the same time. And then, like, he was taken out because of that move. So Xander played a better game at that point from minimizing his threat level at that point when Omer kept raising up in power. Well, I might be misremembering, but uh, didn't it happen at the start of the merge when uh, Xander did that? Is that when the power thing happened? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened at, like, the final 11. Mm. Final 10. Much earlier than this. Double check me. I, like I, I don't plan to be a forty-one uh, <laughs> uh, scholar, but uh, yes, because seven. No, it absolutely happened earlier because seven was when uh, Liana went, and Liana was the one who played it in the first place. Ah, so yeah. that Liana was my favorite from the season, yes, by the yeah, way. Yes. So she was yeah. great. Um, also what's great, I think, is this next challenge we got into, like the spinny spinny, like fall off a balance beam a few times, spin, spin some more, and then like do a puzzle, run up a thing, call it good. So, um, also that challenge is done in production with, um, by survival challenge, which is happening again this summer. So if you really like big puzzles, survival challenge is what you want to check out. So make sure you check them out. But um, thoughts about ever adding like a big staircase in the greenhouse, perhaps? I would love that. Uh, it, it's just about, I don't know, I guess putting the time to construct all of these things. I don't know. I, I'm much more in the social side of challenges. Like I would love to see people like politic their way to power. Very genius. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the creative direction I'm going in at this point, but who knows? Season four. Never know. <laughs> Anything uh, you talked about the creative aspect of it. Like, you do the editing and stuff on the show as well, correct? I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Uh, so in this episode of Survivor during the challenge, Jeff makes a comment saying, just listen for, like, the pieces. And it's very calming or something, the pieces of the puzzle going into place. And then they play all this, like, like obstructive music over the top of it. Like, it's supposed to be calming. And we don't hear it. And we just hear, like, banjos going off or something. Right. No, it was, we were not listening to the sounds of the music. We were listening to the orchestra, the Survivor Orchestra. Or like, uh, is there a Survivor Orchestra? I guess. But uh, there is now, so. No, I had the exact same thought. I, I thought this isn't as effective as y'all think it is, unfortunately. So I did understand the editing crew on that point. It's like, yes, I could see how this is great. Like the, the clanking of the blocks and the wood on wood, like, and then you get none of that. Right. Like if they just remove Jeff's line, I would have thought nothing. I would have thought it was lovely, actually. But uh, remove the line or the music? You can't... You can't have both. You can't have both. Um, so I was really impressed by Mary Ann. She did a great job. But we do see Omer win this challenge. So congrats to your guy. Woo! 
<laughs> um, a few things on that. Like, what did you think, Taylor, of the winning speech he did? I um, honestly, I got a call from my friend Holly whenever he was making the speech. I know there was a niece involved. Uh, so I'd love to hear. Shout out to story. Holly, though. Holly's Shout our Holly, favorite though. auctioneer. <laughs> she had rehearsal tonight. That's why she couldn't be here. Aw. Uh, I know. But I would love to hear your thoughts, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Omar went into uh, being like so proud of him uh, winning a challenge and how inspiring he's hoping to come off for his niece and stuff like that. And it was just a little bit too much. I don't know. Like he was winning like... Like, this puts more threat level on you. Right. Like, a, he's it's so a... well-spoken. He's like, hey, here's this moment. Please be inspired by me. And I'm just thinking, gosh, you're you're strategic. You're a great speaker now. And, like, too exactly. much. No, it's a lot of emotion for cookies. And I'm just like, if this is the kind of messaging you'll have for a reward challenge, what are you going to tell us at the final tribal council? Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, I, now, I think it's a good point. Talking about cookies, we see a nice little twist, and I really like this nice twist. Um, he has the option. He can either take food and bring two people with him, like you get turkey dinner or something like that, or you get cake and cookies, but you get three people at the same time. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would have chosen, because honestly, if I'm putting myself in there... Okay. I feel like I could not do dessert. I feel like I just think it would make me sick. It would probably be what I'm craving, but like you need other things at this point. Bake me a cake when I get home. But uh, but also the loss of a person is a big deal. Um, and the main reason I care about that is having a majority of the people with me in the group. I wouldn't want an even split. That would make me nervous. But also I think if I'm Omer, I don't know what's allowed. But I think I would have just had the other players pick which reward they preferred to go on. You know? So that way I could have an out to pick the one that I actually want. Uh -huh. um, hopefully. That'd be smart. I, I like your methodical approach there. I think that's the only way that you could ever pick the, like, turkey or whatever the other one was. <laughs> we'll just call it turkey. Know. It's some kind of meat item. <laughs> which, as a vegetarian, I'd be like, well, yes, I'm eating cookies. So yeah. hey. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Um, now he leaves um, Jonathan, or as Snyder likes to say, Jonathor and Lindsay out of the challenge. Um, I think great choices. It's obvious. Like they're all like pining around the fire. Like, why did he not choose us? Blah, blah, blah. Of course. Like you're the two strongest physical people. Why not? Obvious, right? I, exactly. I can't wait for the day that someone is just brutally honest about it. Like, I want you to stay hungry. I don't know if it's happened. I'm sure it has. Mm -hmm. But I mean, all, nothing, nobody is lying more than when they're choosing people to go on reward. I feel like I've, no one has ever been honest in that situation. I feel like the easiest out is, oh, you haven't won anything in a very long time. Like, that's an easy, like, yes, bring that person. Like, you have to be the nice person for that. But Absolutely. Um, to not choose people at the end, though, you're like, well, this guy won six of the challenges. This girl won two of the challenges. I have won nothing. Might as well make him starve. No, definitely. And also, I mean, there's a level of leaving at least one ally behind, which would have been Lindsay here. Mm -hmm. um, that's always the way to go. I tend to get upset whenever that person, the ally who's left behind, gets upset. But 
didn't happen here because Lindsay's iconic. Yeah, um, I think Lindsay also would have done a great job watching after Jonathan for not finding an idol. Like, if there's an idol still floating around, he could have used that time to scamper away and try to do hunting for that. So, definitely, definitely. Because also, I took issue in the episode whenever, um, Oh, sorry. I probably shouldn't jump ahead. No. But when Lindsay was talking about the amulet and how she didn't want to play it because another idol would be put in. But in my head, and I guess this is just the like game maker in me, just thinking through the numbers, like they could not have possibly done that if they wanted someone to actually be able to go home. It's because especially at five, everyone's going to play it. So, uh, but also now that I think about it, they don't know about Marion's idol at this point, I don't think. So I think that's so I think it's justified. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I, I would have liked to have seen um, producer-like thinking from her. <laughs> no, uh, we talked about that immediately right after the episode because we were thinking this next episode is going to be an idol get-in. Um, as Kirk said, um, if everybody plays an idol, if everybody's safe, it's going to be that one person that doesn't receive a vote. And by, def- by default, um, that person is just sent packing. Absolutely. That's why I said that the final six is the last round of play in Survivor nowadays, because there is no other option but to play it at that point. And then what? It's going to be one or two people not immune because there are so many powers in the game. Uh, And and so the only really time to pull anything socially anymore is is the final six. That's the end of the game, in my opinion. Not to be negative. I don't think I am being that. No. So um, Mary Ann is safe. She is an idol. She has to play it. Mike is safe. He has to play it. Um, we can assume Jonathan or Lindsay will have immunity. Mm-hmm. Then it's between the loser and, and Romeo. Romeo. And then what? There was a nice little clip going into this next episode. Romeo, all this time that he's been eating those coconuts and the extra rice, has fashioned a pretty reasonably looking immunity idol. Right. Uh, so all you need to do is shake that. And honestly, nowadays, people would believe it's real because they're making it rain in Fiji. So I All mean, those idols just coming out of nowhere. Seriously. Which is fine. I just... I don't know. I what, just what really I want to hear like some like crazy advantage somebody makes up. Be like, oh, yep. I picked up that coconut. I have three extra votes now. If right. I pick up that seashell, I lose them. I can't touch that seashell. You have to move it for me or something crazy like that. Seriously, because that's the thing. I, I don't know how much they regulate using production as a strategy on the show. Because mm-hmm. I know Tony did it in Kageyan with the fake Final Four idol. Oh, I could play a Final Four, y'all. So I don't know if they've regulated it more since then. But seriously, because there's always a secret thing going on, everybody can make a secret thing. I don't know. <laughs> Might as well. Um, oh, the end of the challenge there. Yes. Um, Jonathan says, Mr. Jeff. I, I'm a little tired of Mr. Jeff. Um, Taylor, do you still find that endearing like people do? I honestly did not notice it was a thing until Twitter told me it was a thing. I think it's a very nobody moved situation. I think not one ripple has occurred. And I think it is over before it started. Mm-hmm. But good for him. I, I appreciate the innovation. He tried. Yeah. He tried. He tried. 
Uh, he also tried earlier in the episode with a quote that Kirk pointed out, and Kirk likes to say, hey, this could be the title. Um, Jonathan said, it's time to break up. About the four. So, I'm sure that was a close, close caterpillar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, as as someone who chooses episode titles, often, That's, uh-huh. I've chosen hundreds Official. of them. I've chosen hundreds of them. I think what's the what would be my tip to future players of mine to make sure that they get the episode title? I think can't be longer than six words. And you have it has to be the final thing you say in your confessional. Ooh. It has to be the final thing you say. I, I think those are the two steps. So if you have just something kind of cute and it's the last thing you say, perfect. It's over. It's over. Episode five is yours. <laughs> I don't want to say anything else because I'm like, maybe I ruined my shot already at this episode title. But hey, yeah, hey. moving on. Um, <laughs> those cakes and those cookies, like I felt like perhaps if they were like peanut butter cookies, they would have been a little bit more like sustainable, like, like a little more sustenance for the players. But they looked like just like sugar cookies. And that cake, while it looked good, I think was missing an advantage in the middle of the cake. That's Absolutely. what we needed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, that should have been specific to like an immunity challenge or something. <laughs> I, I'm not an icing girl. I think that's why I had such a negative reaction. Oh my gosh. It. I will take all the icing for you. Please. Mm-hmm. I cannot do icing and I can't do store-bought cookies either. Oh. And I felt like that was what was going on. So I feel like it was just not the reward for me. I wasn't the target audience. Is this a step up of the terrible pizza we see at that little Oasis thing every season? Like, that is some poor pizza. Like, pizza, cookies, store-bought, I don't know. I I guess. I guess. I don't know. I just feel like pizza could still reach so i could still reach lows that are acceptable, especially if I'm starving. I could tell myself that I'm getting calories that will help me i don't know i i just I, I feel like i would i feel sick thinking about that icing that's i just can't get past it unfortunately um <laughs> we did a uh, kind of a murder mystery with um, a family for like a family get together and okay. we did who stole the family jewels and where the family jewels were was in the middle of the cake like that was the end like we had come like... in last place <laughs> and you know i didn't do it Sorry. that's true <laughs> um so then we have jonathan versus Lindsay. they're all plotting against each other trying to like do a poker face whoever has the best poker face uh taylor who you believe in jonathan Lindsay. Hmm. neither neither mm. i don't know i i don't know i think especially i be, not to over talk about how much i edit my shows but i, I just feel like i've watched so many fake conversations like this and you could tell it a mile away. And everybody knows, but everyone's pretending. It's the peak of theater to me. And everyone's not pretending. good theater. Like, they're like, oh, <laughs> we know he's faking. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm faking. And like, those five minutes were all just like, we're faking. We're lying to each other. Why well, watch it? Like, two seconds. I would be good with it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I don't know. Um, but we do see a new alliance start tonight. It's called The Book Ends. 
We have a little M&M action. We have Mike and Mary Ann bookends being the oldest and the youngest contestant. Um, I like it. They're both likable people. Mm -hmm. Um, Thoughts about this new relationship? I love it. I love it. I think obviously in practice, it's uh, to me, an alliance that is ineffective uh, because I I feel like Mike's a bad ally. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) I I would never in my life ally align with someone like Mike. I I feel like he uh, has only flipped on people because of lies. Like I feel like he doesn't double check in with anybody. Uh, And I feel like he doesn't listen to people whenever they, whenever he actually is working with them. So, uh, but that being said, they're my two favorite contestants remaining. Oh, there you go. (laughs) A lot of your earlier contestants might've been gone by now then. Yeah, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but we bring it up again that Mike plays really cool about just like kind of throwing out the fact that Lindsay has an amulet slash idol kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you didn't know about it. And then that really gets Marianne going. Absolutely. I, I'm really curious to know what Mike's end goal is. Um, because I, I don't know who he wants to sit next to in the final three. I don't think he cares, actually, because I think he thinks he's the most likable. But I mean... Hmm. I, I thought it was effective because I thought the best person for him to get out would have been Omar, Omer, but I, I, I guess I don't, I, I don't understand why he didn't follow through ultimately because it was very doable. Yeah, he didn't trust Romeo enough. I don't know. Like... I guess. And ultimately, if it doesn't work out and uh, Lindsay plays the idol on him, then he also has his idol. But I, I know his number one goal was to have it at five. That has to mm-hmm. be that's just a lot of players these days are like, I have to hold on to this. I have to hold on to this. Might as well play it. Like, get it out there. Seriously. I, I think the move is to just make them expire after three days each, unfortunately. Um, well, we see so this also in like then greenhouse, it's... too. Like, you have all these advantages people can use. And they're like, oh, I'm fine. I'm on the block. You know, this other person's going to go home and not me. Like, you have enough. Like, just use something. It blows my mind how much people are willing to just trust in the vote of other people when they have the means to protect themselves on them, especially in Greenhouse, because you have much more of a notification that it could be you. And the probability that it's you is is that much higher. So I could only imagine how much easier it is to talk yourself into the safer bet on Survivor uh when when you think um when, when so many more people can go home mm-hmm. so stuck use with it, it or I mean. lose it i'd say use like. it or lose it no seriously though also then if you make all the idols explode like after two days then every episode is going to be that and that, I I'm, wish not, they I'm not about to that I, would be yes, amazing. But I, mean, I, I just want to see individuals vote each other out <laughs> But I think um, exploding idols and not like exploding like hurt somebody, like exploding like blue ink all over the place. Ooh, Ooh that would be fun. Into that. Because I like love. Like beware advantage. I love that red paint. That was iconic. Mine, my favorite part. Iconic. Yep. I want to mm-hmm. steal that. I What I think should be done, and this is something I've done in my Big Brother series, okay. is give people idols that are tied together. So you and I both have an immunity idol. And whoever plays it first is the one that gets to use it. So oh, if you play it first, then I don't have my idol anymore. Oof. So that way, 
so, someone's got to move. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And at least um, I have a um, a fake idol, at least. So I can be like, here, here's this thing. It looks right. It ain't worth anything, but hey. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think I, I wish I could just sit down with Jeff for 30 minutes. <laughs> um, speaking of your Big Brother game, Survivor games, make sure you check out Taylor Luke's uh, YouTube channel. Just throwing that out there. Uh, you cover yes. everything from what? You have like almost half as many seasons as Survivor itself, I want to say, right? Well, if you combine them, I have, I think, more. <laughs> I think I've outpaced them. I have... 20 Survivor seasons. I'm currently editing Big Brother 19. I have two Greenhouse seasons and two Genius seasons. I think I'm tied, actually. Uh, I'm going to get in the summer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Greenhouse 3 is coming up soon, too, in June. So if you're interested in playing, make sure you uh, look for LRG Casting and sign up there. Or visit the Greenhouse's Twitter account, right? Yes. Uh, it's the greenhouse game underscore. Underscore. I think there's um uh, like a, a mystery show called The Greenhouse when I was like searching for it, right? Oh, was there? I think so, yeah. I don't know. I just know that the greenhouse game without an underscore was taken. <laughs> <laughs> or um, you can search for it on YouTube. Uh, if you search for Survivor Goat, like the animal, island. Survivor Goat Island. Yes. My name should also work also. Mm -hmm. Um, they are looking forward to the Big Brother season. So I don't know who this fan of yours is. A possible player of yours, Taylor? Uh, I don't. I I don't know who Lightning is offline, oh. but I, I know that they have uh, commented on my videos before, so I'm very familiar. I, I know they've played online games with Lainey. Okay. If I remember correctly. Correct oh my gosh, I love Lainey. Love Lainey. Uh -huh. Big Brother 19's incredible. I'm very very excited about it. Uh, that's all I'll say. It is. Uh, Themed off of the movie Click. Click. Oh, that's yes. the Adam Sandler one, right? Yes. I've never watched it. So uh -huh. it was just based off of what I think the movie's about. And also, if you watch my Big Brother series, it's all with really dumb themes. Like, I try to think of the most ridiculous thing you've heard of. Uh, like, we did a Cooking Mama theme. Uh, we did, uh, well, I guess. Hopefully it's not store-bought cookies, right? Never, never. Yeah. We always oven bake. And uh, yeah, so we just have a bunch of silly themes. I, I think Big Brother is the one I like to get the most campy with. Uh, as it should be. As it should be. That's, I don't know. That's that's my motto with these live reality games. I just want it to be, these games are funny. I think it's comedy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we get a little bit of comedy in the next immunity <laughs> challenge, though. Yes. Um, we see everyone struggling with the things and getting that untied. My comedic part is jumping over those tables at the beginning. I was like, Survivor, you just like left those there. They're like, you got to jump over them because we don't want to move them. Seriously. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like they were part of another challenge that they just totally left up. They're like, well, let's just leave them. They can jump over them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you can find a challenge in anything. I <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so concerned to see them smiling coming into this challenge. Like, we are heading into the final days of Survivor. Like, these folks are still, like, ear-to-ear -ear grinning. I want to see them a little rougher. I'm sorry, folks. I want to see them suffer a little bit more. Is that wrong? 
I, I don't think that's wrong. Um, I, I think just personally, I just don't believe them. I just, I think that's just because I cannot keep a poker face. I think that's just a, a personality trait of mine. I think when I have a bad attitude, everyone knows. And I think just as soon as it is, as it is triple digit degrees outside, you will not see one tooth out of my mouth. I'm not happy. <laughs> I don't know. So these people are stronger than me, I guess, or better liars or both. We haven't seen you push to your edge yet, Taylor. I'm sure you could persevere just like the best of them. We'll see. We'll see. Season 45 is mine. <laughs> um, but we do see at the end of this challenge, once again, Jonathan, Jonathor, and Lindsay, neck and neck. Uh, different outcome this time. So congratulations to Lindsay. You pulled it off. Um, any surprises there, Taylor, about the two finalists? No, I, I think uh, they've clearly been the strongest challenge competitors truly since episode one. I think that's part of why I really like this cast so much is that I think it's not as, I think that it wasn't as physically, physical game oriented. I think that's part of the appeal of the season to me. Um, but with that, uh, whoever is that kind of player, I think is going to have a huge advantage in the challenges. And I think we've just seen it all funneled in their direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not looking forward to if either of them win because I want to see them back for like an all-stars thing. I think they have made themselves two really strong competitors. I'm thinking back at like um, Steffi and like Bobby John or whatever. Like they were two yeah. very physical people and they've done a great job at these challenges. Like I could see them like coaching in a season or something like that or coming back and having this um, storyline of we competed every single time together on the same tribe and then against each other. And now we get to compete totally against each other. Like whose tribe is going to be stronger than each other. So I, I see a storyline in the future with the two of them, if they don't win this. Honestly, no, I, I think that makes sense. I would love to see Lindsay back uh, with a more visible edit. Cause I think she's clearly been such a strong player. I would, I would love to see more of her. I, I think no, I think it's very interesting. It's not often you see these pairs of people who get to compete and be rivals like this truly for so much of the season. Like, honestly, since the merge, every episode has been, uh, there's been a segment of them talking about each other as, oh, they can't win because I, I need to vote them out so I can win everything. So I, I don't know. I think how fun that we got. <laughs> uh, what, six episodes of it? <laughs> so they really could be like the next two boots, like in some weird happenstance they might be um <laughs> unlikely in this well i guess jonathan could leave but anyway um so yeah. i'm surprised after they win immunity and everything they go back to camp uh, i'm not surprised by that but i'm surprised by the lack of camp that i see um like they have no shelter in this survivor like they have like logs for their shelter there's nothing on top there's no greenery like I'm just maybe it's just how they're surviving this season by not ha and they've been pretty lucky with the the weather per se they had a little bit of yeah. rain at tribal but no tornadoes nothing hurricane craziness but they're just like kicking back with like nothing that's true I think the only thing I know that they have is like a fireplace because they're always sitting around it but I don't know if I've ever seen a roof. I I guess I don't really look for that. I think I might just be like wilderness blind. I just see woods vaguely. 
Like they uh, could film all of Survivor in front of the backdrop, and I would not notice. I don't think. When I play Survivor, <laughs> I am there to make a camp. I'm like, I literally made like a like a clothesline for people. I was like, here's where we hang our clothes. Like here's where we put our shoes. Like I made it home for people. I'm obsessed. Um, I, I made it pretty far that season, but not the next season. But it would. It, I just you know you gotta feel like homey like cozy like and comfortable like you have to have something to shade yourself from the sun and it doesn't seem like they're suffering very much like i, I bring this up again like i think it's too easy for them whatever the season is kick it back to the hurricane season again folks <laughs> yeah no it makes sense i don't know i'm team just sleep on the ground and i'm good <laughs> oh good I'm good. I'm good. I don't know. I feel like that's the limits for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but these folks are heading to tribal regardless of what condition their shelter is. And they've survived all this far, but they are going to a tribal to try to survive again in the game. Um, it was a quick time at camp. Like everyone was pretty much agreeable. They swapped a few times and then there were some plans fleshed out like there was a plan here, plan here, plan here. There's one plan. And then there was a second plan. And then, of course, another plan. Like, when does it become too many plans, Taylor? Like, I'm sure you've seen this before, too, in games. It's an interesting question. I, hmm. It depends on which player you are. I, I feel like uh, if there's a good player at the bottom... Uh, they could get a bunch of plans going on so that way a bunch of people are confused and uh, you don't need as many votes to succeed. Um, which kind of worked. Which is exactly what Marianne was able to pull off here. Mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, I, I think that's one good thing about the uh, ways that the show has changed. I think it allows for more chaos um, and for more just panic. Uh, in a way that I think does enable players at the bottom to kind of make things happen. And I don't know, in my opinion, I, I don't think that there could ever be too many plans because uh, most of the time, only three of them are going to be true. Uh, so as soon as there's more than that, I, I feel like it's just a bunch of people trying to get other people to get thrown off. So I think as soon as things get that chaotic, it's up to the players at the top, like an Omer, like a Lindsay, to recognize that and just say, I don't like this at all. Save me. Let's just lock it down now. Mm -hmm. uh, that, in my opinion. Are know. you a chaotic player? I am. I uh, In Survivor All-Stars, I did something a lot like this at the top 10, though. So I tried to get uh, the other group to split so that only five votes would be enough at 10. So uh, instead of like a three, two, two here, mm -hmm. I tried to do just an expanded version of that. I succeeded, but nice. Uh, <laughs> I admit I'm in the same realm of gameplay. So I'm sorry, folks. Uh, do not play with Taylor and myself as a team. Like, do I, not rely on us. I feel like I'm very trustworthy. I just love a plurality vote. As soon as I see an angle to do one, I'm gonna do it. Uh, Absolutely. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. You, you have to. I think it's like the mathematics that like drive me crazy. I'm like, yes. This two votes is going to win. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so going in, there's a few options. We see uh, some people maybe not make the right decision, but I think 
Marianne makes the best decision and Romeo. Like they something I'm, happens. I don't know how strong they've gotten, but it worked. Unquestionably. If anything, honestly, I don't know if she even needed to loot the others in. I think she just needed Romeo uh, and just blindside everybody, honestly. Uh, because at that point, you run the risk of someone going run and tell Omer as soon as it's in too many people's minds. But truly, otherwise, no notes. I thought this was the perfect move. Cannot critique at all. As a green, As the maker of the greenhouse, I love extra votes. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to see it actually make a difference in the game. And she made history here. Mm -hmm. Can't knock it. She's my winner. Yeah. I have no questions. Uh, speaking of history being made, this was probably the best extra vote ever used in Survivor. Unquestionably. Unquestionably. It's not a strong power to have, a uh, strong advantage. It's very mm -hmm. limited in what it can actually do. It seems like a lot. You get an extra vote. But really, at the same time, it's only an extra vote. Um, but in this case, like you said, the plurality worked in her favor and she was able to execute it flawlessly. Right. I think that's, uh, and hopefully people take notes that this is how you weaponize an extra vote. You just need other people to throw their votes everywhere so that a smaller group of you plus those extra votes can leave them all shaking. <laughs> I, I could see us working very well with Mary Ann and none of us vote the same way ever. We're like, yep, we're on the same alliance. Yep, this works and out in our favor. Yep, honestly, still fully trust each other. <laughs> um, Jillian, during the, the cast draft that we did here with Kirk uh, at the very start, she said, this is the happy tribe. Like, she's going with Team Happy all the way. And um, Team Happy it is. So I pulled it out. Definitely. Yeah, I think especially if they keep with this format of three tribes with no swaps, really the strategy is to find the one that's going to win the most immunities. Um, I don't know if you want to hear my draft thoughts. <laughs> um, I want to hear your thoughts of draft in just a moment, but I do have another quote written down for a possible episode title. Um, Mary Ann says this uh, after she was talking her plan and it doesn't seem like it's going very well. She's like, all this plan could be up in smoke. Up in smoke. Ooh, that's a good one. My, uh, I have my pick for what the episode title would have been, if that's okay. what we're leading up yeah. to by uh -huh. the end of the episode. Uh, I can share it now. Or how are we doing it? Uh, Go right ahead. Easily survivor confident. Easily survivor confident, in my opinion. Uh, it's going to be a phrase from here on out, survivor confident. Yeah, I already believe it. Like, people are going to use that uh, in many cases. That will be something as iconic as something else that can't come to my mind at this moment. <laughs> but it is there, for sure. Definitely. What was... Never mind. <laughs> so how was your draft? Let's pull this up for just for a moment. Let's compare numbers real quick. Um, of course, we didn't get to participate in the draft. Honestly, I pretty much got all these people, which I um, super appreciate the help from Taylor bringing Brody in and everyone for pitching in on being this draft. Um, so Taylor, what was kind of your draft looking like? What's my draft looking like? Um, what my... it did look like from the sound of it. My uh, friend group normally does one. We didn't do one this season. I was big on high at the start of the season, obsessed with mm -hmm. him. He reminds me of my twin. Um, that is so funny. Okay, I wrote down in my notes, um, high was wearing the glasses, kind of like you or maybe your twin wear, and like a button-up green shirt. And I was like, high is giving me like Taylor vibes right now. Like I oh wanted, a, 
I wanted a screenshot of it, but it wasn't fast enough on my phone. Kirk was using my phone for Reddit and Twitter, so. No, seriously, if I, I think my brother plays Survivor, if he ever gets on, and honestly, I think he probably has the best shot of people I know. But I, I think he would play like High, and he would play like uh, Ricard from last season. I oh. just I saw my brother the whole time, no question in my mind. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is my way of saying it's me, also. But uh, whatever, I can't say that. Uh, I was really big on High. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, it's tough to remember. Um, I think I was into Chanel, if I remember correctly. And uh, honestly, I think I was uh, high on Omer from the start. And Romeo. So those were the four I would have been looking to pick. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, I never actually did a draft this season. Uh, unfortunately. Well, next time. We'll sign up. Next time. I gave Brody my spot. What was I uh, That's true. You were you were a good backup, too. So yeah. almost made it. You could have got <laughs> second place. Uh, I'm just such a good friend. <laughs> Um, personally, um, like Snyder is in the comments too, a big Tori fan. I watched her on Sequester, even though she didn't have the best, like, edit. And, you know, she's probably not, like, I don't say anything about Tori, but I'm a big Tori fan. Like, she's a strategic player, and she beasts out some challenges on Sequester. Like, she did good. She did her thing. So, she made an impact on the game, I'd say. So Absolutely. No, especially with, uh... I, 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 a player is successful if they get a bunch of reactions out of the people watching. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. If you're someone who roots against players like Tori, that's fine. That makes the show more fun to me, personally. I don't know. Um, Swathy, and then um, I can't remember how to pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. She was my favorite, though. Mariah? Was Mariah. Mariah. That's what I thought, too, but I was name? going confident. I was going to say disclosure at first. I don't remember, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mariah was my all-time favorite of the season. So, oh, of her. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we didn't do too well in our after-the-fact draft, did we? <laughs> yeah, no, I guess we flopped. Yeah, it's okay. Brody beat us. How humiliating! Good job, Brody. Good <laughs> job. Um, you can catch Brody on this latest season of The Greenhouse uh, airing right now. Actually, it just finished, but it's airing for me because I'm still catching up on it. And you could, too, on Taylor Luke's YouTube channel. It's a stunning season. Like, really? I know I'm the literal target audience. I think it's a great show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, super fun to watch. So, yeah. um, And you can watch that and any other live reality games, such as, you know, so survivor lq has just started their next season um the first season was really great and we do in-depth coverages coverages that is a new word i have just came up with tonight coverages um we do in-depth interviews with the contestants and the production team and past players of it so it's really great to see what happens on the show but also what happens um behind the stage and what we don't see like Taylor, you know there's a ton of stuff that happens off camera that you can't quite fit into an episode, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially for Greenhouse, I really try to make it as close to 55, like a, a, a good cutoff like that. I don't try to go over an hour. So, um, no, I definitely know how much uh, falls through the cracks. And that's why we get a little bit of extra Greenhouse coverage every so often, too. Like the mid-cap recaps. Those are so fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are so fun. We go way long on them, but uh, I'm obsessed. 
Um, and then also uh, Survivor Buffalo is airing right now, too. So if you want to catch up on two great seasons of live reality games and check them out, um, definitely check out Survivor Buffalo and uh, Survivor LU, which is a college Survivor. Um, okay. Super popular right now. So, so good. Um, final thoughts on Tribal here. On Tribal here? Let me think. Mm-hmm. I, I think truly it was such a flawless move. Um Really no notes, especially nowadays, and especially with an idol. I, I mean, really, with Omar giving her all the, cre- all the credit on the way out, in mm-hmm. my opinion, the main obstacle is fire. I, I, I think it's. I think Lindsay probably has the best shot of anyone who could slip to the end. Yeah, we saw Omar doing a little bit of fire earlier in the episode, too. Like, he just lifts it in oh, his hand he? and goes, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a little tricky to show off how strong you are. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Incredible, but um, uh, yeah, I, I I really think, hmm, as far as are, are we ta- is predicting another like bullet point on this? Like, should I not go into predicting? Yeah, but, we'll go on predicting real quick. But I just want to say, Andrea yeah, looked amazing. She did. Uh, she like, did. Uh huh. The the I remember the first shot. The biggest loss we've ever had is the loss of the jury members walking in, because Drea looked incredible. Oh my goodness! She deserved a she deserved a segment. Uh, she got a few glances from the camera, which I was happy with, and high appeared on a few of them. But that was it. Um, that's when I saw. I was like, "Oh, Taylor is in the audience." Oh, nice. he got the glasses, the green shirt. I was like, "Oh, it's Taylor. It's high, okay. really." But hey, um, <laughs> he's in New Orleans too, which is where my brother lives. Really? Um, oh wow! One day. <laughs> um, there were so many predictions that came true tonight too. And Elmer said a bunch of things to you. He's like, mm-hmm. I could be on the receiving end of a advantage that I just don't know about. Oh, ta-da. Came true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was trying to remember if he was involved in that round when Marianne got the vote. But he wasn't. He was with Chanel. Um, that's the thing. I get lost in who goes to Shipwell Island when. But... Um, well, there's a lot of stuff that people get lost on this season. So that's why we do these breakdowns. So, hey, and if we get yeah. something wrong, make sure you send us a comment below and we will admit to being wrong or we'll disprove you. Hey, I'm always open to the possibility that I'm wrong. Absolutely. Me too. I'm wrong like <laughs> most 50% of the time. How's that? Wow. No, hopefully not. Like this would be a terrible Ooh. anything. I, I take my notes for a reason, folks. So I'm 95, actually. Oh, no, correct, correct. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I was thinking in terms of like grades. So that was one instance that you were wrong. One of the five. So that was within the five percent. Within the five percent, we'll, we'll take it. We'll round down on that one. <laughs> um, Survivor confident is going to be a staple, like you said, Taylor. Um. I'm just surprised that nothing was played at this point. Not really, but everybody just wants to hold on to everything for that last bit. Right. I mean, I, I guess that's a benefit of it. Uh, I, I Truly, I can't... Have idols even been played within the last two seasons? I don't think one was played during 41, right? Uh, maybe at the front of five? I don't remember. But anyway... This is one of those things I'm not going to comment on because I'm going to yeah, be wrong. Yeah, but, I think uh, there were six of them played. No, just kidding. I, I think the benefit is that because everyone's trying to save it to get that ticket through final five, since that's what you need to get through the final five nowadays, 
it makes all of the rest of the game a lot more prone to like this lying and deception and trying to make sure that people don't get flushed mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so I think that's a that's a side benefit. Yeah. Um, besides, like, Survivor Confident, I don't think anybody had, like, any bright, shining moments on Tribal or anything like that. Anything that you can think of? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think, honestly, my Tribal Council viewing experience has been a lot less engaged the longer I watch Survivor. Because just, like... They, know they already know how they're going to yeah, vote. It's, it's, again, with the theater. We're all acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It, it feels similar to me as like that conversation between Lindsay and Jonathan. Like it's just everyone pretending to play Survivor for each other. Yep. Um, we do get the votes being read. We go Jonathan, Romeo, Jonathan, Romeo, Omer, 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 like Omer, like out of nowhere. <coughs> Flawless stack. Mm-hmm. Flawless. No notes. Um, it was great. Exit. Yay. Yay. Good job. Good job. Like all props to Marianne. And I think Omar did a really good job of pointing that out. But at the same time, is it good to point it out? Like Marianne now is seen as the new strategic mastermind. Well, that's the thing. I don't know how much of that was Omar trying to like pin a target on her, but also because she has an idol, she's finished playing Survivor. She is finished playing Survivor. She's in a fire making game. Mm hmm. Like the game, like that was day twenty six for her. She's done playing. It's I I, I don't know. I, <laughs> it, it's hard to because once that you lock in that ticket at final five, it, it, it's hard to really analyze past that. In, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I, I think like her resume is solidified. It's the game's done. I think I don't know. <laughs> well, it's not done quite yet, and we not talked about yet. making a few predictions. Um, we know they're going to a new camp randomly i don't know why they threw that in like i feel like you would love that though suffering it was pointless i feel like bad for them like if they had put more effort into it maybe i i don't know right no all right before the impeding suffering taylor what do we have coming up what do we have coming up Uh, like what do i think yeah what do i think i think 95% 95% accurate here, folks. 95, And this is 95% accurate, so you've got to write this down. Mm. Uh, I think um, I think it'll be Lindsay or Jonathan going at five. And that's kind of it, period. Uh, because I, I don't see, even without the fake idol that we saw in the preview, I don't see anyone actually wanting to go for Romeo. I, I really don't. I think the only thing that could be interesting would be if... Uh, Marianne continues to snow people about the fact that she has an idol. Uh, so then maybe someone could get cute, like Mike saves Jonathan. How many or people like um, know that Marianne has an idol? How many do you know? Does Mike know? I think Mike actually knows. She came clean about know. the extra vote, but not the idol. I don't think. No, that's exactly right. She only told him about, about the extra vote. I think nobody knows. Okay. So I think there is some wiggle room for deception. Uh, especially if Marianne has a good grasp of who is actually threats. I, I think it's interesting how many people want to get Jonathan out because I just don't see him winning. I, like, I, who are his votes? Um, if, I, if I'm on the island, I don't ever plan on winning immunity. I don't think it's possible for me. 
So mm -hmm. why do we care if it's out of the question if it's being taken by someone who cannot win? Now, America. yeah, I, I see Mike getting a lot of votes at Tribal. Um, throughout the season, we have seen a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with people that really bond with Mike in different aspects. Um, he had a powerful one with Omer earlier. Mm -hmm. He had one um, with Jonathan, too. Like, we see him work with Marianne a lot. Like, we see a lot of really... He's an emotional player. Building those emotional bonds with people. Like, are those the snippets that we see that's going to give people a reason to vote for Mike at the end? I, I really do. I, I really do. It's it's tough because I, I think Marianne has clearly taken the reins here. Mm -hmm. I, I think it would be... I just don't know how much they respect her when it comes to the million-dollar vote. I mean, I know I do as a viewer, but I, I know... Because she's a college student, right? Like, I, I don't know... Uh, and obviously, like, I, I'm still in school myself, so it's easy for me to envision voting for someone still in school to win. But, like, I don't know, someone on the jury who's, like, a parent or something. Well, we even talked about that. Like, when she was trying to make a decision, everyone was like, yeah, we're not going along with that. Right. So I, I, I wonder how much of that bleeds into just the way that jurors approach voting. I, I genuinely don't know because I've never had to vote for a million dollars before. Um, so I think that someone like a Mike, who is such an emotional bond, I think that could very well push through. Or someone like a Lindsay, who I think is a good blend of the two. I think she's been very commanding and also has clearly made very good connections throughout. So I, those are my three contenders. I think one of them is going to get knocked out, but I think it'll be ultimately a showdown between two of them. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be targeted. Uh, I don't like... I feel like it's going to be Lindsay, Jonathan, and then the three. So we have Mike, Romeo, and Marion at the end. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's based on how that goes. But it depends. Like, for, like, Lindsay and Jonathan are probably very well-versed about making fire by now, I would say. Or maybe, maybe that's where Romeo goes. But I feel like he always gets saved with the second immunity. Is that where Marianne goes? I will sob. I will... Boohoo cry. Hmm. I don't know. Should be interesting. I, I do think multiple people can win. I know I've been talking like it's Marianne no matter what. Uh, I would love for that to be the case. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I agree with you. I think. Hmm. I think we can agree Romeo does not win. Romeo's unfortunately out of it. I, mm -hmm. I just don't see it, unfortunately. Uh, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Romeo. Uh, yeah. I think Jonathan can't win. I think the rest really comes down to the jurors. And I, I feel like there's not enough information out there to truly make a pick, huh? No? Yeah, that's what predictions are for. So Yeah, I, I think I'm just sitting on the fence, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say, what will I say? I'm going to say Mike. Because I don't think Mike will go at five. And I have a difficult time seeing Mike going at four. So I think of the three contenders, I think Lindsay's at risk at five. I think Marianne's at risk at four. So I think of the three people who I think can win uh, to go with my drafting strategy of who's going to get to the deep game mm -hmm. when anything ha can happen. I'm going to pick Mike, actually, I think. I am going to go Marianne next. I think Lindsay is going to feel betrayed and see Marianne as a new threat. Um, and her and Jonathan making amends and saying, hey, we can't get to the end without each other now. Like, now that we don't have Omer in this mix, we have to, like, 
get to the end together. Like they've competed all along in these challenges. And I think we're going to see them at the end too, competing against each other with Romeo at the end. So I see Mike. Um, but the thing is, Marianne and Mike both have to be in the final four. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Not Mary Ann's gonna give her idol. She's gonna like try to play it <laughs> and then like be like, "No, I played it wrong." Yeah. Hmm. I, right, know it's I guess. Tough. See, my predictions are fifty-five percent accurate. So. <laughs> I do think that Mary Ann and Mike. It has to be one of the two of them because they're half of the final four, and I, one of them I, I think will win a jury vote. Uh, the only reason one of them won't win, in my opinion, is if they are sitting next to the other one. Um. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm talking in circles. I don't know. And we don't know until we get back with you all next week here at Live Reality Games, LRG Podcast. So make sure you check us out next week. We have the finale. So how we like to work a finale here. We don't really know who's going to show up. Uh, mm. We have had a ton of great podcasters, a ton of great um, reality stars like LRG stars here. Um, so we just invite everybody back for like a party at the end. Like we are celebrating. So Taylor, we hope to see you back next week. Oh my God. Wait, um, <laughs> sometimes we start it early, depending on how the reunion show goes. So yeah. it really just like depends. And we kind of have a group chat. We go from there. People make sure you check out our Twitter and we'll tell you when we are expected to go live. So make sure you check it out there. We'll post on Facebook as best we can. Um, and then YouTube, we'll, you'll see the, stream start so make sure you hit that subscribe button and that little bell for notifications so you know when we go live so you can come hang out and do the little survivor party with us as well how fun no add me to the chat absolutely the <laughs> chat has not been made yet so we weren't quite sure if patrick was going to come or brody was going to come from you so yeah uh, i, I thought uh, patrick they both had episodes to catch up on and yeah, I, I guess it just didn't happen it's fine yeah no worries. so <laughs> Uh, glad to hang out with you, Taylor, once again here tonight. Final plug, make sure we check out The Greenhouse on YouTube happening now. I guess Big Brother 19 is going to come out for you pretty soon is the next one? Yes, it's going to be so cute. I'm so excited. I'm six episodes into editing, so probably a and, July release. And then anybody that does want to play the June game happening, make sure you check out LRG Casting on Facebook. Make sure you apply. Um, quick shout out to um, Live Reality Games has a fan, Snyder. Uh, Snyder races like a race car. So next week, uh, I'm trying to find the comment he put in. Yep. Next week, Tuesday, he'll be racing a LRG paint scheme for us. So Snyder, we appreciate the support. Keep watching. Like, huge thanks. Um, so make sure you check out that YouTube channel and root for our race car driven by Snyder. So, hey, check it out. Um, anyway, uh, make sure you subscribe on your way out. Thanks for joining all and have a great night. Night. Bye.